Welcome. Welcome to Real Real Talk Sis Podcast. You already know this is episode 20 of season one. One. (laughs) So you know that means we got more seasons coming your way. Coming. This so that means we're going to take a break. Start. This is just the start. This, this is just, just the start. start. We're going to upgrade ourselves. <laughs> so, as you guys may have seen on our Instagram post, this is going to be the last episode for the next two weeks. So that means we're going to take a break for two weeks. So there won't be two episodes. Yeah, we're missing two episodes. So, yeah. And then that's the beginning of season two. And you know what's happening in season two? Big and better things, people. Bigger and better things. Can you believe it's been 20 weeks? I know. Of us doing a podcast? I know. Like, And we've been everywhere. Like, I mean, we've been quarantining. But, like, for the majority, it was quarantine. But we pod, we potted. I almost said pottied. We potted <laughs> in Ottawa. We potted, like, at Dad's. We've potted. Like, we just... On the yeah. road. Road dogs. On the road. Potting. You know? Potting on the road. Maybe we'll get a tour. Like, the JB... P, what the JBP the Joe, Joe Budden podcast? Oh, true. Okay, because they have a tour sometimes when they're like, yeah, no, we're not that cool. Not yet. Not yet. Bro, <laughs> can you guys like us? <laughs> just <laughs> please go like and follow. Uh, but yeah, like just to clarify for everybody, um, we will be taking a two week break after this. This is the last episode for two weeks, and then that will be the beginning of season two. And we're very excited because I'm about to put in work because I finally have, like, time. I don't have time, but I'm going to make time because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're serious about our pot and business, you know. Yes, we are. By the way, I'm Chanel. And I'm JoJo. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy, like, to be here. Like, this all started because I was like, yo, sis, do you want to start a podcast? And you're like, Yes. Boom, done. And then same day I made I made the We did everything. We came up with the name and the and the logo and everything. Yeah. How sick is that? That is crazy. It's been twenty weeks. It's crazy because I was just talking to Half of our podcast journey was in quarantine. I know, that's what I'm saying. But like, you know five weeks ago we were on that boat? That was only five That was not weeks five ago. weeks ago. That was five weeks ago. That was I checked not. today. It was five weeks ago that we had that boat party. That was in June. No. Yeah. Chanel. Last month. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now it makes sense because we're at the end of July. Five weeks ago. But it, does, it, felt, it felt like two months ago. Yeah. Ottawa felt like six months ago. And that mm. was June 1st. That was July like, 1st. That was the beginning like of the month. Three weeks ago. Not even. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yo, time really flies when you're on quarantine and like trying to when enjoy When you're having life. fun, you know, and yeah. like, we just drank for like a month straight. Yeah, we really did a bender. Yeah. We went on a bender. I'm trying yeah. to do that again. I'm not trying to do that again. I'm trying to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. But maybe like more timed out nicely. Like I'll split up the days, you know, like 
this weekend yes that weekend no <laughs> add more balance to it <laughs> yeah i don't know it was just a crazy almost two months of craziness since niagara because well basically niagara was our first outing since the beginning of quarantine, quarantine. and that's when the bender started and, and that was honestly, the second though, week of june i think that everybody was the weekend like, of june. i don't even think it was just us i think everybody like even my social like people on in- instagram and shit Everybody was on a boat. Everybody was doing shit. It's because it was like, like small groups of people doing yeah, stuff. But that's like the only thing we can like, do, right? This like, is our summer. We yeah. don't get summer for long. This is Canada. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do something. Yeah. Or we're I think all we should go get on a boat crazy. again before the end of the summer. That's what I just tweeted. Literally. I saw that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally tweeted like two days ago. I was like, I want to go on a boat. Yeah. I need to get. We need to get a shit ton of friends again. Well, not a shit ton. Like, we didn't, yeah. a group of ten. <laughs> ten people. Well, so we're, if we're in stage, stage five, three, three. Do they? I think it goes up to 50. Oh, cool. So we can get at least 15 people. Yeah. Where's your tweet? I think I, it was last night. I meant to respond to it, and I did not. I forgot. Anyway. So. How have you been? I haven't seen you in, like, Since I saw you Sunday. yesterday. I saw you yesterday morning. Oh, I did see you yesterday morning. But that was wow. brief. We're both on. You know, one. this weekend felt like it was like a week long. Yeah. It. Re- I don't know why. It did <laughs> I don't feel know long. Why. I think it's because we saw like dad one day, mom. No, no, that was no. Two weekends that was ago. last weekend. Like, oh my god, dude. This. I don't know why all my days are blending together. Everything feels so long. Like I thought today was Friday. It's fucking Wednesday. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what is, like, happening, like, with my life, honestly? <laughs> and then this week is going to feel even longer because I'm off Friday. Like, Oh, yeah, it's a long weekend. Long weekend. Yeah. We're closed, like, my office. And we're closed Monday. <laughs> God bless. Yeah, so it's a four-day weekend. I have a four-day weekend, and I'm going to be like, Bender. oh, what days? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gotta hit up LCBO, bro. <laughs> Bender. <laughs> okay. So my week was good. Thanks for asking. You always do that. You never actually give me a chance to ask you. Well, because you always be like, I saw you like this many days ago. So, okay. I'm hungry. But anyway, there's a lot of shit that's been happening in the pop culture news lately. Yes. In the last week. Lots. We're not going to talk too much about it, but there is something I think we, two things we really need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, first, let's start with Kim and Kanye. Yeah. So after Kanye's outburst about at that campaign that the he rally. had, yeah. all that stuff about Kim and his um, and North about and, the abortion and, and Chris all that. and, and like Chris Jenner. wanting to divorce Kim and like. all that, all that everybody remembers. Um, Kim came out with a statement saying, "I think we already read it." And it was really no, I don't think we read it on the podcast, but it was really sweet. It was just her addressing like it's hard to live with someone who has any kind of mental illness. But okay. Facts. Yeah. But I actually, like, genuinely, I have bipolar disorder is very common, and it's honestly really freaking hard to live with. Yeah. It's really fucking hard to live with. Yeah. Like, people think, oh, you just stay on your meds and that's it. But they don't remember that Kanye is a fucking artist. A-list celebrity. No. Not even that part yet. But all of that goes in with it, right? Yeah. No, no. Like, there's levels to it. Yeah. He's an artist. He yeah. is an artist who is, like, he's very, I don't want to say OCD. Sorry, y'all. 
I don't want to say OCD, but he is very much a perfectionist. Particular when with his work. Exactly. Yeah. To his music, to his fashion, to every, anything he does. So there's that. Have you seen their house? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, they live and breathe the art that they create. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So he's a perfectionist in, in anything he does. He has bipolar disorder. So imagine going... And, and then they want him to be on meds, which dulls... His creativity. Exactly. Yeah. His creativity. So as an artist... He's not going to want to do that. Take those no, drugs. I wouldn't want to either. He's not going to stay on those drugs. But put him in a manic episode in front of the world as a, a mega triple A freaking celebrity. Star, yeah. Celebrity who's a fucking probably a billionaire by now with like he's, he's going to be a billionaire pretty soon, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. With his Yeezy they collection already and everything. Are, but are they combined not? probably. But just him, I think he's I don't know, anyway. Whatever, regardless. Irrelevant, yeah. So, this was, like, very interesting for me to, like, see it all play out. Because yeah. I, we both learn a lot about bipolar disorder, about mental health in, in general. Yeah. And what Kim posted was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. Everything she said about it was on, like, to the T. Exactly. It was... It was thoughtful. Very thoughtful. Of Kanye and his feelings. Protecting and his, him. Protecting him, exactly. Right. It was protective. And that is why even when he put his apology tweet out, he apologized for not having her as she always as has him. him. And you know what? That gave me a lot of a lot more respect for Kim. Yeah. Like, lately, I've she been She always having, has his back. She always, always protects their family. Exactly. She never lets shit slip up. That's what I call wanted to her say. No matter like, what people say, call her like a, she's a good fucking wife, bro. Right. She's a good fucking mother. No matter what you fucking say, yeah, she has a porn movie out that she didn't consent to being out. Let's get that straight, remember? Made her a lot of money. I wouldn't have a problem Made her a lot either. of money, but she didn't consent to it being put out in the first place. Yeah. Anyway, regardless, she's doing a lot for the black community, the justice system. Yeah. She's becoming a lawyer. Yeah. Reality reality TV star turned lawyer. I mean, her father was a lawyer, which I understand how right. that's, like, relevant for her. And then she just always has Connie's back. Yeah. Always has his back. Yeah. And no I don't, matter and no, and people what. People always Even bash her. Even when he embarrasses she, her like he did. Exactly. He embarrassed her. He embarrassed he her embarrass mom. Her. That's so heartbreaking, bro. Like, yeah. for your privacy like that your partner to yeah to be out and there? you know and the worst part is and, and i think that's what hit me the most when in her post is like you know like you know you can't do anything to stop it in that moment like yeah to stop and him. that's yeah. what's so no. heartbreaking is because she's gonna take all those blows because she has like to. she what's she gonna do she, and she, and i read today like she tried multiple times to go to him yeah but there's and all, he kept exactly. saying no like he yeah. wouldn't see her because obviously he's a grown man he can say no to doctors and he can say no to medicine and he can say no to help i tweeted when this first came out i tweeted you can bring the horse to water but you can't make the the horse drink yeah i saw that like this is the exact same thing with mental health, specifically bipolar disorder, because when they're in manic episode, whether it's like, no, manic specifically, they're super fucking happy. They f And plus his already very confident personality. But manic's not necessarily that, happy. Usually it's not happy, but it's, it's like... Because it could be angry also. Most of the time, it, I'm not going to say happy, but most of the time it's like, 
I can do anything and I have to do it right this fucking second. Yeah. So whether it be work, whether it be saying a message, whether right, it be but whatever I've, it is. I've seen and heard of manic episodes that are the complete opposite. It could be angry. violent, very angry. Yeah. But then that would be the depressive episode more or less because that's kind of like their come down to the depressive episode. So there's this show on Netflix. I think everybody should watch this specific episode to get a really good understanding of like bipolar disorder and dating someone who's by has bipolar. It's um the show itself is called Modern Love mm-hmm. on Prime Video. Every episode is different. So um episode 3 is called Take Me As I Am, Whoever I Am. Actually, what's her name? Sandra it's not Sandra Bullock. What's her name? She plays Princess Diana, Diane, or the, in the Princess Diaries. Julia, Julia, yo! <laughs> Hathaway. Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Wow, brain fart. Yeah, Anne Hathaway is the main character. She's the woman who has bipolar disorder. In the show, she's a lawyer. Oh, wow. So, in this episode, she's because every episode is different. So it's kind of like Her, Black Mirror? Yeah, but not as fucked up. It's okay. more about like the different types of love relationships okay. and shit. In this epi- like in this episode, you see her go from manic, work, 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 gets three weeks work done in a day, gets all of this done, grocery shops, dresses up, looks amazing, feels amazing, meets somebody, plans a date for next week. She's in a depressive episode. A, d- a depressive episode. She feels bad. She doesn't go to work for a whole week because she's in this depressive... She can't get up. She can't move. Mm-hmm. And then she finally has to go on this date and she's like, oh, I forgot about that. She's not dressed up. She doesn't look good. She doesn't feel good. She's not happy. And the guy's like, who are you? Right. Because she's. it's almost like you're a different person. Right. So honestly, highly suggest watching that episode because it will really like give you an idea of what it's like to be in a relationship with somebody yeah. who has bipolar disorder and who may or may not be on their meds. Like, it's it's difficult, especially as, as an artist. Like, it's going to dull and numb everything. Mm-hmm. Why would he want to do that? Yeah. It suppresses so much, right? Yeah. And then it's like kind of, to me, in my head, it's like no wonder when he's not on it, like these explosive episodes happen because you're Every suppressing so, so much, right? And it's like, yeah, you're in a huge limelight. And especially you know, Kanye, especially Kanye and, and Kim. Kim, and you know you ha- you can't say certain things like they have publicists on publicists on yes. everything, right? Like especially Kim too, because she's she she's literally very, says the opposite of everything she stands for. Yeah, but she is also very, very, even more so particular about what she puts out and her image exactly but i think that's important of course because more than kanye which is why people were like why is it taking kim so long to put out a statement blah 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 like she is very particular exactly and she's still a human she has real feelings like she was probably a emotional wreck yeah hearing all this especially thinking about north and how worried she was about North. all her kids yeah but i mean what he said about north because north understands right 
she's old enough like to not know. all the other kids when they're older are gonna see and this shit it's the way he said it too yeah. he said i almost killed north like, he didn't I almost say killed my daughter he was screaming it. he didn't say like i had an i we almost had an abortion yeah. multiple times and it's funny because she might not that, know that because the media outlets were showing that the media outlets were only showing i almost killed my daughter so everyone thought it was like what the fuck like everyone was like what the yeah, hell what is, is happening he talking about? until you actually listened and watched and you're like oh he's talking about abortion yeah like okay yeah but absolutely even like, the way he treated that one girl that went up there we talked about that last yeah, week it's, yeah it like it's fucked up like it's fucked up and like it's like it's him but it's not him exactly and people don't understand that like they have no control over that especially when they're not on meds and telling them to calm down Proof. is even fucking worse like that's like adding fuel to yeah. the fire but also the thing that i was going to say is that like as if he was not an A-list celebrity, it wouldn't have exploded all over, like, social media. If he wasn't media. married to who he's married to? Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that people would have been a lot nicer to him if he wasn't Kanye. People were trolling him. Because that's another thing Kim was saying uh, in that statement she put out. She was like, like... People who are close to Kanye and I know that when he speaks, he doesn't. His words don't always come out the way he means it. Yeah. Da 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 da. He's still a very intelligent man. This this and that. And it's hard for someone who, all his dreams, have come true so far. Yeah. So what's stopping him from becoming president? Becoming president. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then put him into a in a manic episode. He feels on top of the world. Yeah. He feels indestructible, invincible. Yeah. Until it all comes crashing down. Because eventually it does, unfortunately. And I just want to, like, commend Kim for... or And anybody who who has a partner that has bipolar disorder. And, you know, and the person who who actually has it. Not just bipolar disorder, but anyone that's just, like with someone or dealing with a family member or a loved one that has any kind of mental health it's not easy for anybody issue. yeah yeah i definitely agree it's not it's- easy and none of them are easy and you know what like some of them are scary and dark and it's like it takes a lot of patience exactly. love and kindness to mm-hmm. help your that was the first time to where they exactly. need to be better exactly and that was the first time she actually came out and said he has bipolar disorder. Yeah, because like, no before one ever this, said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Before they this, they were protecting him. No one ever said Kanye is actually diagnosed. Mm-hmm. No one ever said it. Everyone said he has mental health issues. Right. Yeah, it was visible to all of us. Exactly, and but then, we didn't know what it was. Right, and mental health, like in the like not just public eye but like at that degree at that level of of a celebrity like it makes it's definitely overlooked which is why like i really loved seeing uh, other celebrities be like get better like get well soon kanye like this is just an episode like like people were were reaching out and being positive about it and and telling other people who were like laughing and like oh my god this guy's psycho like to shut the fuck up like Call those fuckers out because they add to the stigma. Exactly. And that's why, like, I can't imagine how much harder it is in their positions. Because I think people forget that they're fucking human. I know that this is annoying to say because they're celebrities. They know what they got themselves into. Whatever, whatever, whatever. They still have feelings. They still have fucking feelings. And, like, it is 2020. If you still don't know that, then, like, open your eyes. Yeah, you're sleeping. I was going to say, you're still sleeping. You're yeah. st- you, like, open your eyes. 
And then what was really sad is after that statement, I think maybe two days later, three days later, I don't know how many days later, the paparazzi is fucking stalking them in Wyoming at a fucking Wendy's, Wendy's drive-thru. I saw that and she's, They're obviously having some sort of argument. Where she's she, crying. She's yeah. crying. And I've actually felt really bad for her and Kanye. Because I was just like, seriously? Leave after them alone, all man. of that mental health talk that everybody has talked about and you're and she clearly like asked you like be nice give us the space that we need da 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 you're going to go in and invade their space even more take pictures of her crying at her vulnerable moments yeah and disreg- like i hate paparazzi yeah. i hate paparazzi they're actually horrible they're actually the scum of the earth like <laughs> No, they really are. I they know. get paid to fucking... Ruin people's lives. Stalk and ruin yeah. and fucking invade people's privacy. Like, what? who gives you the right to, like, make you think that you are have the right to right. go into these people's business Right, and, and I mean, as... I mean, being, again, in that high of the public eye, like... You expect it from fans? No, you expect it from paparazzi. Are you kidding? This is where they're going to make all their money right now. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is like, shocking. it shouldn't be normal anymore. But it is. Like, it's not even shocking. I know. And that's the fucked up part. Like, this really, like, anyway. We just really wanted to, I just really wanted to touch on that. Like, mental health as a celebrity is, is a very scary thing to deal with. Because your whole, everything is for everyone to see. Especially with something as erratic or like sporadic as bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. like you can't control you when can't, it happens. You don't know right? exactly, exactly. Depress- de- depression is different. Like if someone's feeling down or whatever it is, well, depression usually happens over a long period of time. But I, I mean, it takes I, like what I'm trying to say. It's not as explosive, right? Like it takes it's yeah. harder to notice. I was gonna say it takes someone a long time before they notice that like a loved one is depressed. Um, yeah. Because for the most part, they do try to hide it. Anxiety is something you can see as well, but it's also, it's not like something that compulses them to like... Act out. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I just want to say prayers to them, honestly. I agree 100%. I th- I think I think they are genuinely like their, their marriage and everything. I think it's genuine. Like from like with the bottom of my heart, like I really do think Kim and Kanye love each other. See, I do and like I don't. Like, the way she, like, the, she, way she sticks for him. But she'll stick up for anyone like that because... It, no. Yes. Yes. Anyone she's with, she will stick up for like that unless they cheat or something because she She is, loves them. Yes. But mostly because their associated actions... Associated with her? Exactly. Their, associate, their actions are associated with her image and she needs to maintain that. And like we just said, she's very, very tight, like circles tight, like... Everything is, like, very particular. And I'm sure multiple people of her people proofread what she posted before she posted. Like, you know what I mean? She's very particular. Well, obviously, but she's a smart woman herself. Exactly. She's smart, but that's what I'm saying. So she would protect anyone she loves like that, even if the marriage lasted 70 days or whatever, 72 hours, whatever it was, right? She never stuck up for that fucker. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, if they were together longer, she would. But you don't think that her love for him is real? I think you can see it. I don't think Every you can see it. Every time this shit happens. I, I don't know. That's protection, yeah, because you care and love the person, but I don't think you see love. Like, You also don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. No, but I also 
it's not hard to tell when you look at a couple. So you don't like, think they're in love? I don't think they're in love in love. I think this is now a business thing. Really? Yeah. Why? Just how they act around each other, their energies, where they sit. How like do you know so, their energies? Because you, know, you can you can see it in interviews and stuff. What interviews? About their house. Can you stop asking me a bunch of questions? Because like, I'm curious. You're like, what interview? Like, you're getting defensive I've never for no seen reason. an interview of Kim and Kanye. Watch the like one of, about their house. A professional like, Watch the one about their house. About That's their house. what I asked you. Did you see the interview about their house? They're both in it. Okay. That's just weird. I actually think their marriage is one of the most, like, real ones out of all the Kardashians. I, I don't think so at all. Okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree. Yeah. Anyway, on to topic number dose. Yep. Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion. As we all already know, yep. Um, allegedly, Tory Lanez shot Megan Thee Stallion in both her feet. Yes. Which is news to us because at first we only thought it was a shot in one foot. Yeah. But no, she went on Instagram Live, which was heartbreaking. Did you did you see any snips from it? No. It was honestly heart wrenching. And to she li- said to Tori to shot her. No, no, no. She didn't say who shot her or anything like that. Okay. All she said was, like, I got shot in both my feet. Um, and she said basically, I'm gonna summarize. She said, thank the go- like, thank the Lord. Like, my mother and my father with and my grandma were with me because it didn't break any bones and it didn't tear any tendons or any muscles or anything like that. So, do you know how many bones yeah, are in I a do. foot? Who are you asking? How no, many I know, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, so that's why I'm like, how is that even very possible? much blessed. That's so weird. Maybe like it went through a, a meaty part. There's no meaty part on your feet. Then that's not your foot. I don't know. What does she mean by foot? Does she mean, like, who knows? But, so, she wasn't, hasn't broken any bones or whatever like that. She also comes out and says, um, imagine being 25 years old, losing your father, losing your mother, and then losing your grandmother in the same year. She's like, and then she started crying. Like, I felt so fucking upset for her. Because it's like, she's a victim of a very traumatic thing. Getting shot at, of regardless course. of where it is. Of course it's Your traumatic. foot, your chest, your leg, your fucking arm. It's scary as fuck. Yeah. And then not having, like, your mommy or your daddy to go to or your grandma to go to when something like this traumatic happens... Like, she doesn't have anybody like that. She doesn't have sisters or siblings. So she started crying on live, and it was just like, this is so hard to watch. Because, of course, online, the internet's fucking wild. People were making fun of her. Yeah. And making fun of the whole situation, Mm -hmm. basically. A lot of celebrities um, talked about it. Specifically, 50 Cent, because you know how he is. He he (laughs) He trolls people. He trolls, yeah. Yeah. He came out and apologized. That's like the first time 50 Cent's ever apologized about anything. Yeah. And he apologized because he didn't think it was real. He's like, I didn't think this shit was real. Like, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Which is like a very surprising thing from, from 50. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then there's dumb bitches like Drea Michelle. 
Oh, Jesus. Like, as a black woman, it makes it even worse. Yeah. Because you're essentially making light of a situation that is super serious. Yeah. And happens to a black woman. Black women, like, factually speaking, are already under-treated, under, like, yeah. everything. Under-treated in hospitals. They're not Underappreciated. They're not taken seriously when they say they're in pain. Everything. And you're going to go and make fun of that. Uh, another fellow, like, black woman? Yeah. Regardless of that, I think she was on a podcast, okay? I think she's stupid, though. I think she's I dumb. I like her I, I didn't like her as soon as I found out that she left, she her abandoned son, her child son yeah. at home for three days. Yeah. To go to Miami or wherever the and fuck party. she went. And party. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of... Anyway. Um, she got... So what she is, what she said, if nobody like knows, what she said on this podcast called Weed and Wine. It's a podcast um, hosted by these two guys, Stilo and Van Lathan. <laughs> yeah, one of the, one of them is from the Ridiculousness Show. Yeah. Okay. So she went on on uh, the podcast and said. Hold it. I just had it. Like, where the fuck did I go? (laughs) Here it is. I predict... This is her prediction of what happened. Because everyone's doing that because they're, like, we don't really know what happened. Which I guess is human nature for people to, like, fill in the blanks for a story that they don't know. But at the same time, you're a celebrity. You're on a celebrity podcast. You're an idiot. Like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And... She's making fun of it, too. So, like, mm-hmm. makes it even worse. So, she goes on and says, I predict that they had some sort of Bobby and Whitney love that drove them, da- uh, that drove them down this type of road. She's like, I'm here for it. I like that. I want you to like me so much, you shoot me in the foot, too. What the fuck? And then... So, she's, like, romanticizing the violence. Yep. Domestic I was just about abuse. to get to that. Yeah. She's like, I want... Okay. And then one of the hosts was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, are you crazy? Like, No. He's like, no, no, no. And then she's like, I want you to like me so much that if I'm trying to get out of the car, you're like, no, sit your ass in the car. And this is her. She's like, no, I'm getting out the car. He goes. And then she's like, no, you're not. Pa, pa. Like, shoots her. So not only is she kind of like romanticizing, like, like domestic abuse, abusive behavior that is super fucking aggressive. This is so common. It is very common, actually. Especially in women who um, like generally like the manlier man. You know what I mean? Dominant man? Like, no, like a manly guy. Like, I guess you could say dominant. So some guys aren't manly? Like, that makes no I'm, sense. I have air quotations. Sorry, nobody can see that. I was putting manlier in quotations because obviously, like, all men are men unless they... Like they say they're not. What you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. fuck. He brought me down this other path. Yeah. So she kind of like perpetuates the idea of like, oh, I love that I'll kill you type of vibe. Love like, da 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 da. I want you to put me in my place. Da da da. Okay. Yeah. 
there's a very, very, I'm not even going to say thin line because it's a thick <laughs> ass line, bitch. There's a yeah. thick ass line between putting someone, your partner, in their place and fucking abusing them. Yeah. There's no thin line there. No. No. There's Two no very different zero. things. Yes. You're fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. And it's just like. I feel like toxic. that's the type of girl, of course it's toxic. That's the type of woman that, like, says she's into that shit, and then when it happens to her, she's, like, the first one reporting it. <laughs> You're you know probably I mean? right. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like a psycho-ass bitch that no one should go near. Yeah. Unless you want to end up in jail. I mean, the red flags for me were when she left her son. Like, that alone, of course. like... That's the first red her flag. Her three or... What, how old was he? He was, like, five. No, I think he was, like, eight or nine. But still... Like, you're leaving a kid alone for three days so you can go party. Yeah, there was no food in the house. He was eating And for someone at her celebrity level, how does... She wasn't that famous yet, but Okay, but how does she not have, like, food in the house? You're going to Miami to get paid to do whatever the fuck you're doing. And you're going to leave your kid without food? I don't want to say it, but I think she had, like, she kind of, like, prostituted herself. Maybe. Who knows? Back in the day. Who knows? To put food on her table? I think. Maybe. Who knows? I think. Yeah, maybe. Which, I mean, I understand. Sometimes that's what women think they need to do, and that's what they'll do. But don't endanger your child in the meanwhile. In the, like, process like, of In the it. process yeah. of it. So, yeah, like, I just wanted, like, some relationships, it's like... That's toxic, and that's abusive. Stop yeah. fucking romanticizing Stop that. romanticizing, Stop like... Stop fucking romanticizing You can't that. leave me. If you leave me, I'm going to kill you. Like, that is a huge thing. I've heard that through some of my toxic relationships, too. Like... Oh, I've heard, yeah. if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, me too. If you... You can't leave me, like, I'll, I'll kill myself. And then... Yeah. The next day, at 4 o'clock in the morning, he shows up at my house on fucking Xanax and this and that drug. Yikes. Drove there. Yeah to my house on all these drugs and I'm sitting there crying and he's like why are you can't even talk yeah that's toxicology <laughs> yeah like we toxicology. said toxicology but um, yeah no people just need it's to stop and it's abusive. men and women yeah you just need to mostly women oh I agree. women do that shit too yeah. yeah like I sometimes like in the past have jokingly been like if you leave me I'm gonna kill you but like I've never jokingly I've never actually been Meant serious. It. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. And I'll laugh and be like, nah, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm not that crazy. But, like... But low-key, there's people... Not low-key, high-key. There's women who are like that. Yeah. And they expect that mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Like, um, for example... Oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I remember. So, that Netflix movie that came out... Which one? 365. I never saw it. Bruh. It's like a shitty version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Really? But with talks with but with Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Yo, the man kidnaps her. He fucking abduct abducts her. Can't kidnap a grown woman, but like he abducts her. And he's like, "You can't leave until you fall in love with me." What the fuck? And she tries leaving and he's like holding her down, fucking choking her out and shit. And everyone and their mom was coming, jizzing their pants to Come this man. Come on, bro. Come on. I swear on. to God. And, like, there's scenes 
some sex scenes that are like, okay, yeah, that's kind of hot in that situation only because she's into it too. For 65? You should watch it. I put that on tonight. <laughs> it's not the best movie. It has a really fucked ending. But anyway, you'll be you'll be hooked. That's for sure. It's okay. a shitty movie that you get hooked to. Okay. Because like, when you go back to it, you're like, yo, this bitch was abducted and then she got Stockholm Syndrome. Like... She literally fell in love with her abuser, like her abductor. Yeah. That's not normal. No, that's not normal. He Who, literally forced her in, into like... He forced her to stay with her. Him. Him, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he's like, no, you can't leave. And then like, there's scenes where you see her trying to escape and he's like not letting her escape. And he's like walking around naked in front of her and shit. Like, how fucked is that? Yeah. And they made that a romantic movie. That's kind of crazy. Talk about romanticizing abusive relationships. Like, yeah. That's fucked up shit. And the way he, like, fucking chokes her out and shit. Like, I get he's, like, a dominant or whatever, but some of it's kind of, like... Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a prime example of, like, someone trying to make a BDSM movie and, like, gone bad. <laughs> Gone I'm so that's bad. So funny. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. Like this was this was the like they were trying to go right, they went left. Like <laughs> all the way left. Yeah. <clears throat> Stockholm oh, syndrome is not BDSM. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do your research, guys, please. And yeah, I just thought that was like a perfect example of romanticizing abusive relationships. Like mm-hmm. I really don't think that it's anything. Well, even Fifty Shades was kind of abusive. Yeah. From what I can remember, there were certain parts where it was, but it wasn't, it was like emotionally abusive. Yeah. Because she agreed to the BDSM part. Yeah. But then when it happened, she would be like shocked because she didn't expect it. Yeah. So that, that part is different, but like, yeah, the emotional like manipulation type of shit and like the way he would like kind of try and control everything in her life was, yeah, yeah manipulative and psychotic. Abusive. Yeah. yeah. But that's exactly what I mean. Like, there's women in the world who like that and want that. Times ten. That's crazy to me. That's insane to me. I also feel like they haven't lived through it. That's That was literally the next thing I was going to say. I don't think... I think people that, like, love that shit so much, like, have not experienced a relationship where they've genuinely been fearful. I... Exactly. Or, like, genuinely been, like, abused. I think they confuse passion with sex anger yeah yeah Um, passion is hot and nice and everybody wants some passion in a relationship mm -hmm. but when it's hot and cold and only hot and cold Uh that's not healthy there's some issues there and like as someone who's we've both lived through you know fucked up relationships toxic traumatic shit yeah especially like abusive shit yeah I would never wish it on anybody. Anybody. Nope. I agree. No so way. So for the people, like for the women or whoever, the men, who want that a- abusive or whatever, they like to use the word aggressive. Aggressive boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, have you really experienced that? And then it brings me even deeper. And it's like, have you really experienced love? Right. Because you'll know that's not love if you've experienced love. And I'm just like... It's like an onion. <laughs> yeah, it keeps getting deeper and deeper. Like, you can the literally you look, peel layers off. Especially a person who thinks like that. Like, 
their outer shell is like, yeah, I like it. It's hot. Blah, blah, blah. You go deeper. Like, okay. Have you experienced this? Yes. Is this all you know? Deeper. Have you ever even experienced love? Real love. True yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Conditional love. The unconditional love. Not conditional love. Sorry. And then you go deeper. Like, did what? your parents exhibit abusive relationships at home yeah what happened when you were younger like like yeah it's so mind-boggling and as like us we grew up in a a divorced home so we we i didn't see my parents in the same house you did yeah you saw all the fights you saw all the whatever you saw Mm -hmm. as a young girl Mm -hmm. do you think that affected the way you had relationships um like your I idea don't of think it did because I was too young to know what relationships were. So I don't think in my head that like it clicked that that's how a marriage should be. Shouldn't be. No, should be. Like in my head I wasn't like this is how it should be. Like this is normal. That's not what I thought. I don't remember ever thinking. But you don't ever remember going back seeing like let's talk about when daddy remarried. Seeing them fight. We used to see them fight all the time. Yeah. And then when we go out, it's like, we act like nothing happened. Right. So, it's like, you're like, oh, okay, this is normal. Yeah. You just pretend like it never happened. Right. And yes, that, that part, yeah. I can see that happening in the past. I don't think it happens anymore. No, obviously but not. But I think there were a lot more, like, it's not just that, right? Like, there's a lot more for me that affected yeah how I looked at relationships or men or you know sex or like anything like that it goes a lot deeper than than that I think the other shit that I went through affected it more affected it more than seeing my parents fight or whatever it was okay yeah okay that's very interesting because we're sisters Mm -hmm. and I think it did for me I think it did affect the way I understood Relationships because yeah. well yeah because you think swearing and yelling and whatever is okay at that point you think it's normal yeah, yeah you're like oh everybody has fights not these type of fights <laughs> yeah not like this or it's like if it, if you don't fight in your relationship like is it even a relationship like like there's plenty of relationships there's, that have yeah. arguments no it's like arguments but like you need to just communicate why do you exactly. gotta fight why do you have to be aggressive why do you have to be angry why do you have to be like exactly. a potty mouth to your partner why do you have to call swear them at names. them or call why them do you names have to right throw things like, at them right or hit anyone like that's just not how you resolve an argument that's just not how you resolve an argument no so, that's not how you resolve anything right like I think yeah for sure that has affected me um but I've like it's all about just like rewiring. So like for me it's yeah. like when you're finally with someone who communicates well, you're like, "Oh shit." Yeah. This is how this an is argument how should be. feels. And it's so funny because it feels so much worse cuz you're expecting worse. No, it feels worse when your partner can communicate because you feel stupid for, act- for, for even thinking, getting fucking mad. Right. Like <laughs> For thinking like that, and that's the right way to fight. Like, what? Like, it's just, it's crazy. So it's like, yeah, like, definitely, like, looking back. Like, you're talking to me respectfully. Yeah. We're having a conversation. We're not arguing openly. I'm expressing how I feel. No one is doing anything in public. Without making you feel like shit. Exactly. We're both expressing ourselves. Like, it's crazy when you're actually with someone who knows how to do that. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's so simple. But certain people like we're fighting about coffee, never babe. Understand it. We don't have to throw shit. We're fighting about coffee. 
Like, you said, no, you don't want coffee, and I felt away. I'm sorry. Like, what? Facts. Do you know what I mean? So, like, when that or shit happens... Or you didn't happens, clean the fork that was in the sink? I feel like there's underlying issues. Of course there's there are. There's unhappiness somewhere else, or something course, else is happening. but I think that has a lot to do with that person inside. As well, yeah, Because yeah. it's a lot of deflecting. It's a lot of, like, you're deflecting your anger, you're yeah. deflecting how you feel inside about yourself, you're deflecting a lot of... What mm-hmm. you don't like about yourself. Because there could be one person in the relationship who is attempting to go at the communication yeah. at, a th- at a proper way, like, you know, speaking nicely to a pr- whatever, proper to each other. And then that, if that other person isn't on the same page as you or doesn't understand, like, how to you're talk to you like gonna that. You're never going to be able to. You're both yeah. going to go back and to that. In circles. Yeah. 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 And in that toxic circle. Yeah, 100%. Experience that, mm-hmm. for sure. And I feel like even if you're with someone who doesn't, argue or fight the way you think you're supposed to argue and fight in that toxic way like let them teach you like don't be stubborn and take your ego out of it let them teach you how to actually converse and and resolve a problem like you don't have to throw your phone at someone's head yeah you don't have to like yell yell so much that you lose your your voice right like it just it doesn't make sense like that's not normal that's not normal but yes we did grow up around that yeah, and so, that's what I do. What I used to do in fights. Me too. When I would get in arguments with my boyfriend or whatever, I would be screaming. Like I think the last time I did that was like seven or eight years ago. The last time I had a screaming fight was probably like four years ago. Yeah, for me it was like seven or eight. I was like maybe three. Sorry, just no, out of college. Four, definitely just out four of college. Years ago. Yeah, because like the fights I've had, you know, my most recent relationship, like I would get angry but I wouldn't scream as badly as I used to like I would still raise my voice Mm -hmm. which I had to work on I have to work on it still like I still do that with my mom too like when we fight like me and my mom just yell at each other yeah because mom yells too like you're both so reactive and that's the thing because she's a Virgo and I'm a fucking Libra and we just don't get along (laughs) not just that bro how you react to a situation says a lot about what you're feeling inside yeah Not even about that person. It's not even about that person. It's literally about you. I know. Which is why, like, when me and you, I don't know what the fuck it is. You can say one word, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you. you. Yeah, you always deflect on me, bitch. So do you. (laughs) You always deflect on me. I'll just look at your face and be like, what? Nothing. It's funny how, and then you go. Wow. I think it's, I just think it's funny how. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just goes and we're like, oh shit. Bro, we fight for 10 minutes, max 30. You know, people think we're so weird because we fight. And then we're over And we're fighting like, we're mad at each other. Like, about to punch each other. And then like two minutes later. Bro, are you going to come eat or what? (laughs) And then we're like having a normal conversation about what happened three days ago, like, Oh, did you see this on, like, Instagram? Like, it's just, like, the stupidest shit. It's funny, though, because sometimes when we'll be arguing, like, when we're still kind of annoyed at each other, but we're, like, it's not that serious, we'll be like, so are you done? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be, like, passive with each other. Yeah. Passive-aggressive. Until we start laughing. Yeah. But anyway, back to relationships. But people (laughs) think that it's, like, people, when people see us fight, they're like, whoa. Like, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, because I think a lot of, some people are friends, Maybe they don't have siblings. <laughs> or if they do, they don't fight the way we fight with siblings. Yeah. Like, we fight like cats and dogs. Which is what we're used to seeing. Exactly. Yeah. But 
We only do that mostly to each other. You know, I don't do that outside of that. Yeah. I don't really do that with mom or dad either. It depends. Like, mom, mom will set me off sometimes, but oh I know to God. control myself. Mom knows how to, like, light a fire under my skin. <laughs> I swear to God. That's how I feel about you. Like, you are the only person on this planet that can say one word to me. Yeah. And I'm a fucking flame. I'm a rocket. Like, one word. Bro, why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> it's even not even a word, guys. It's her tone. She says say yeah. something to me. She says say something to me in a certain tone, and I'm like, why the fuck are you talking to me like that? You and know then what's it crazy? just goes. You know what's crazy? I have <laughs> I have a friend, and we were talking about something. Mm-hmm. It was about feminism, okay? And I get a little heated when yeah, you grown do. men don't know what the fuck feminism is. Like, go fucking Google it. You're a grown man. You should know what it is by now. Yikes. Okay? So I said something along those lines. And I was like, you're a grown man. Go and Google it. Like, you can figure that out on your own. Like, you should know this already. You're 25. Whatever. No! This is your fucking responsibility as a man. If you want equality, you need equality for women too. Okay? Okay. Anyway, and then he said something to me. He, so he was like, so tell me what feminism is. And I was like, why are you talking to me like that? Why, why is your tone like that? You think I can't? You think I can't explain to you what feminism is? Yeah. Watch your tone. Yep, that's <laughs> so, exactly what I say to you all the time. And, and he couldn't grasp what the fuck I meant by tone. I was like, the tone you're talking to me into. Condescending. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think I'm dumb? Like I was napping over some stupid shit, and then that is how five minutes I later, I was you. like, "Okay, listen, I'm sorry, <laughs> but your tone." Yeah, that's exactly how I am around you, like all the time, bro. I don't, I, I you take my shit personally, though. No, it's like, your I say tone. Stuff. It's how you say things. No, I say you stuff and tone. you take things wrongly. You know tone. We're not, not going to talk. About you it. take them going off. back to relationships. You take them the wrong way. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, it's not your tone. Let's talk about, like, more more about relationships, okay? Mm-hmm. So, ooh, I have a good one. Okay, what is Are it? Are we going into that? Yeah. Okay, so, hold on a minute. I had to edit this a few times. Okay, is it common? So, first of all, I had this conversation with somebody. Okay. Tell about, us. like, like, people getting, like, bored of having sex with their partner or, like, like, we get desensitized to the I love yous and the I miss yous and stuff, right? So, like, mm-hmm. my first question is, like, is it common for couples to get bored of having sex with, the, of having sex with like, their partner? Um, with your partner. With, yeah, their partner. I'm just talking about, yeah, like, yeah. couples. And, um, like, that would... I think it's possible. I think it's possible, and I think it's not possible. Because, like, and in this context, like... The context that I had this conversation with someone in, it was like the boredom <clears throat> turned led the boredom turned that person into cheating. Oh, okay. Right? Then that's so different. it's like it's a little different. But I'm talking about like I think it exists and I think it doesn't exist because it's like if you really love someone and like your soulmate, like your everything not everything, but like your soulmate, your twin flame, like whatever we talked about. The love of your life. Yeah. I think sex with them will never get boring because it's literally you need to look at sex more than just the physical yeah no it's like the energy the connection the fucking passion it's becoming one 
it's literally becoming one with your partner yeah. when you have sex. And when you experience that, it's euphoric. Like, nothing is the same. Yeah, but here's the thing. A lot of people are not in touch with that. And they've never gotten there yet. Right. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, like, people just take sex as it is. Like, sex is sex. Sex is just it's pleasure purely to them and that's physical. It. Right. Yeah. Like, it is... So much deeper. It could be yeah, than that. Some, like right, but it's like it can't be deep like that with every person. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. when you find your person and you experience that kind of sex with them, I don't think it's possible for you to get bored. So I'm gonna say it is possible to get bored of having sex with your partner. I'm not gonna say that they're your soulmate or your twin flame or what anything like that because I've never experienced that and I don't know. So I can't talk about something I don't know. Right. But in a relationship that becomes habitual, in a relationship that becomes routine, ritualistic. But see, this is why you can't get comfortable. It becomes a habit. Exactly. This is why you can't get comfortable. So that's why I'm saying, we've we've talked about this before on the pod, like about keeping things spicy. Getting too comfortable, yeah. Getting too comfy and you need to keep it spicy. So I think it's common for most people who aren't as in touch with their, like, spiritual side side yeah to get bored of their partner in sex of course and then maybe look somewhere else because they think it'll be better there right but in reality it's just like not always greener exactly it's going to be the same with that same person because you don't know how to open yourself up to more you don't know how to get deeper exactly yeah just another pussy or another penis exactly right if you know there are like courses on spiritual sex that's sick. <laughs> I'm. I want to take it. Anyway, I can sorry. picture you taking that. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> Spiritual <Anyway>. nerd. <laughs> Continue. Um, but like, like you were saying to the like desensitized to the I love yous and the I miss yous. Okay. Because that's happened to me in the past where, like, someone yeah. was just saying it every fucking five minutes. It will piss me the fuck off. And I'm like... And it loses And then weight. when I don't say it back, it's like, why didn't you say it back? I literally said it to you ten minutes ago. That's why. Yeah. And then I look like an asshole. But see, now, let's look back on those relationships that you felt like that They were in. toxic. Sure, they were toxic. Yeah, and they had those underlying issues, right? right. Yeah. Exactly. Lots of underlying so issues. So that's why yeah. I think, like, even in my past relationships, too, it's like... I found that when I started to get annoyed of my partner, it's because of other issues that kept happening in our relationship. Or within myself. Or, yeah, yeah. like, I'm just, like, I don't want to be with this person anymore. And, like, sometimes you keep yourself there, right? Yep. And then your body just starts rejecting everything. The feelings, the sex, the emotions. You're, like, annoyed by every little thing this person does. And it's literally not them. It's not their fault. It's you, like... Well, it could be their fault. It could be. Something they they started or they sparked. Yeah. But, like... Literally, you pouring a cup of water shouldn't piss me off. Yeah. You you trying to hug me shouldn't shouldn't bother me. Yeah. You coming to kiss me shouldn't be... I shouldn't be like, uh, I don't want to kiss you right now. Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. That is when you know, like, you're need, you need that's to be out think, of that. Yeah. Right. So, but, you know, the, that's the thing. There's another thing to that. I think that sometimes, like, even myself, sometimes I go through these kind of, like, waves where it's like... High sex drive, high sex drive, medium sex drive, no fucking sex drive. Yeah. Don't touch me, don't kiss me. High, 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 low, low, low. Yeah. So, is it because I'm having a low sex drive right now? Or is it because of these issues? 
But see, that's where I just like let it sit for a little. Like I, yeah. I don't. But react. then that's how people get stuck. I know, and I try not to react on my feelings right away. But honestly, when you're in, t- when you're in tune with your like intuition and yourself internally, you will know. Like you won't need that time to be like, do I really just have a low sex drive right now, or am I really not into this anymore? Like. You'll know because your intuition will tell you. I think it's hard to fully listen to your intuition in that situation. Because let's say you've been with this person for four years now. You guys put time in. You love. You clearly love each other or loved each other. Who knows? There's a big right? difference between being in love, though. And loving, and loving someone. someone. Because loving someone, you can still care about them. Exactly. And want the best for them and everything in and that. And I think when you're not in love with your partner anymore, that's, that's when, when you get boring. bored. That's when, you know, yeah. you're turned off by them. That's when this shit happens. Like, being in love is so different than being, like, than just than saying, I love you. Someone. Because I can tell my best friend I love them. Yeah. That doesn't mean I want to be with them romantically or sexually or anything, right? Well, there's different types. I care about them. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, it's hard to differentiate, but you know when you're not in love with someone anymore. Like, you know. Like, you get a gut feeling. You can't tell me you don't know. You get a gut feeling. Exactly. You know when you're not in love with them and you know when you're dragging something on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of people sometimes, if they're in that situation, it's hard for them to get out of it because they put in the time. Yeah, they don't want to hurt their partner. And let's say they live together. Yeah, or they bought a place together. They bought a place together. They put money in it now. Yeah, but then what do you do, right? You're gonna stay unhappy or not truly exactly. happy for the rest of your exactly. life. No, no, and I think that's the worst thing to do. Like you are never stuck ever. You're never stuck. But as humans, it feels that we way. make ourselves. Feel Think. like that. Yes, we, we may- create our own cage. You know how strong our thoughts can be. Like we create our own. We literally cage. create our own cage, and that's why but that's it's so important. Like if you feel stuck, like yo, just like you need to get out. Yeah. Like you can't. You can't. But it's also because like, you're hurting that person more. Yeah, that's true. I agree. And it's very selfish. But also, I think what makes it hard for people to get out of it is because, like, let's say they care about what other people think of course that is the biggest thing and you know what that is that's i don't ego. want their parents that's to think ego. that i'm this person i don't want my parents to think this yeah, i don't want my friends ego. to think that i don't want people to see on social media we're not together i don't want to get a divorce i don't want to get another divorce i don't want this i don't want that like it's literally all ego and about your not even your reputation it's, it's definitely ego i feel like it's like it's not even about your reputation. Oh, because you're getting, like, you feel intimidated kind of thing? Like, no. what's the word? It's ego because you don't want to look like... Bad. Yeah. True. You don't want your perception to or your yourself, reputation you, to look a certain way. Like, that's ego. You, you're you on top of the world right now. You bought a place, blah, blah, blah. You want to stay there. And you've been saying, you know, I bought my place, blah, blah, blah. Like, people blast their business all the time everywhere and then when things go wrong they feel stupid they shouldn't have to feel stupid right but it's literally ego because you're like and social media (laughs) that's what i'm saying social media is an ego booster and killer at the same time like for real that that's it right there is it's all ego like it's all Mm -hmm. ego think about like People we know that don't want to get divorced because of what other people will say and because of, like, the lifestyle they're living. or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's ego. That's ego. So you're going to... And it's ego and, I think, familiarity. Like, comfort. Comfort. 
I don't think it's comfort at that point when you're sick of each other. I think it's fucking ego. Because you're not comfortable. I think it's You're not happy. Because of whatever you have, possession-wise. Ego. Material shit. Material shit. That's ego. Yeah. That's literally your ego. You don't want to lose that status. You don't want to lose that, you know, whatever material shit that you have because of ego. Yeah. Because you're so, you're, feel so good up here, right? Like, no Yeah, but one, you only, but that's the thing. You but it's look the perception. so good. That's what, but you don't Literally, that was my next so point. That is the perception that, that you want people off. to have of you. Yeah. It's not how you really are. No. I, oh, oh. The way I hate social media, bro. It's not just social media. It's like, you can ask me today, how are you doing? Be like, oh my God, I'm so great. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I have this. I bought this. I'm great. I can turn around and be like... Depressed. I have none of that. Poor. Right. Like it, Homeless. It can literally just be like a perception you want other people to have of you. Yeah. And that's why when it's like... When there are, when there are like... Um, when there's land involved or you have a place together or like whatever... Yeah, you don't want to lose it, but at the same time, you know you're not going to be faithful to that person if you're unhappy and you don't want to be there anymore. So are you going to cheat and hurt each other? Or are you just going to end shit, swallow your pride, and start over? Yeah. And that's the hardest part for people, starting, starting over. Starting over. I remember getting out of a couple of my toxic relationships yeah, and being you're like, like, I don't want do to start do this? over with anyone. I don't want to get to know someone all over again. I don't want to do it. Yep. I don't want to yeah, do it. Like I remember that's, it. I don't want to start from ground zero. But you know what? Like That is how... You continue to grow. The strongest people are built. Yeah. Like, that's how you grow. You learn. You learn what you want. You learn what you don't want. What you like. What you don't like. Like, it's... It's a fear that we put in ourselves. It's fear. Yeah. Because and we're scared is the ego afraid of? Anything that Destruction. Exactly. Yeah. So you going from a five, six, seven year relationship to zero... To zero, no house. Selling, yeah, selling the property, moving back with your parents, like buying an apartment, whatever it is. Your ego is depressed. It's like, no, people can't see us like this. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly That's it. You're coming around to what ego is. You're no, I, I understand <laughs> it. I really do understand yeah. it. And honestly, on a daily basis, I fight with my fucking ego. Yeah. <laughs> I, on a daily basis, I fight with like, do I care what people think about me? Or no. Literally. Right. On a daily basis. And it's basis. like, I'm literally the person who's like, I don't give a fuck what everyone thinks about me. And my dad has always, our dad has always been the one who's like, you need to care. You, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't care. Daddy has but always But social been media like, is making me care a little bit. But at the same time, I still don't give a shit. I mean, there's certain things you should care about. Obviously. But I'm saying like, like people's... Like things on social media that you put out there. Of course. Like, I don't want a bad perception of me. No, obviously nobody, nobody does. does, right? So it's like, yeah, you battle your ego sometimes in those in those areas, but at the same time, if if I'm not being my authentic self on my socials, I don't think I can What's keep up point? this facade for like the rest of my life. Yeah, like what's the point of having social example, media? The people who like those YouTube couples and shit. Everything they post is happy, happy, happy. Yeah. And then you find out they're breaking up and their relationship is actually and everyone's so fucked shocked. up. And da, 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 da. The world well, is shocked. Well, you never showed anybody the reality of what your life is actually mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. They think you're all perfect and they idolize you. Yep. Not everything is like, what's the word? Sunshine, Sunshine. and butterflies. 
I was going to say rainbows and butterflies or sunshine, whatever. Sunshine and rainbows. We get it. Sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, back to the main question we said. I think it's common for couples to get kind of bored. If they don't know how to keep things spicy, it's common. Right. And if they aren't in in touch with their spiritual sides, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, but I do think the worst thing is to get comfortable. Like, in any relationship. Even if you're not bored of your partner. Even if you're not bored. Like, don't get too comfortable because it's like, you guys fall into this routine. And after long term, you're going to be like, what are we doing? There's some people, though, that live the rest of their lives like that. Who enjoy that. Right. Or who... Like, they're both like that. Right. And you know what? And it works. That's perfect for you then. It works 100%. But if you have one person who is like, A little no, bit adventurous. I like yeah. spontaneity, whatever, spontaneity. Yeah, I get I it. I can't pronounce the word. <laughs> what else can I not pronounce? <laughs> Did it depict? What was it? I don't know. Post Thomas. No, the, the <laughs> word we were trying to spell before Oh, this. we were... <laughs> Dissipate. We were trying to spell dissipate, guys. It didn't end well. That's funny. Oh, the next question I had was, do you think it's inevitable for the passion to dissipate? No. In a normal no. person's relationship. Because not no. there's not a high percentage of people so. who are spiritual. No, but that's not necessarily just spirituality. It's literally the love you have for your person. Passion, yes, in passion, all aspects. Passion, sex, love. Yeah, like how strongly or how passionate are care. you about that person, about their career, about their, you know, their life, about their upbringing, about their past. Like how passionate are you about that person? A lot of people don't talk about a lot of those things. Yeah. I feel like I feel like in a normal relationship where people get comfortable, yeah, passion can dissipate a little bit. I don't I, think I it fully goes it, away, though. I don't want to call that normal, though. I don't want to call a relationship that... No, I'm talking about an, a relationship not normal, but a relationship where people just are comfortable. They're just comfortable. They're living comfortably, like what we just talked about. Okay, two comfortable people who right. like habits. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that they're, like, in their routine I don't think they're living habit. their best life. I don't think they're living their best life, but I don't think that they have no passion either. Like, there's still some passion there if you want to have sex with your partner. Uh-huh. There's still some passion there if you still love your partner, if you still lift your partner up. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a part of me that's like, I want a relationship that has, like, burning passion, love, and, like, this, and it's just, oh, amazing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I need to stop reading novels. <laughs> no, you know what's so funny is I had this conversation the other day where it's like, I literally made myself, conditioned myself to believe that, like, that type of love isn't real. Yeah. But when it hits you in the fucking face... It hurts. It's real as shit. Wait, what? That type of love. Oh! (laughs) Like, I literally conditioned myself to be like, that doesn't exist. I need to stop watching love movies. And stop reading novels. Like, Nicholas Sparks will be the end of me. But, like... Facts. But that shit does exist. It does. Maybe you just have to open up yourself to it. You have to open up yourself to it. And it's like, when you find your person, like, yo. It's funny because, like, people always say, like, you don't know who the one is. 
So and they tell smack you, you know. on the forehead. Right. And you're like, hey, I'm here. And then it's like, holy <laughs> shit, this shit does exist. And it's funny. Like, I was just about to say, don't think that way. Because whatever love... It's so upsetting, though. It's disappointing. It's disappointing. In this world, in this day and age, it's love is disappointing because people just want sex. People just want the surface level love. Like, people oh. want to look like they're in a relationship. People want to look happy on social media. People want to kiss and hug and take pictures and post them and blah, blah, blah. But, like, go deeper with that person. Do you even like that person's soul? Do you like their morals? Do you like their values? Can you spend the rest of your life with this person? Never mind, can you have sex with for the rest of your life with this person. Can you spend the rest of your life talking to this person? Oh. If you were stuck on an island with this person, <laughs> would you kill them or would you like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you need to go deeper. Like everyone is so used to these surface level type shit. And it's so annoying because those are the ones that A, don't last. No. But B, it's like, it's so hot and heavy and blah, blah, blah. And they're the, those, they're those relationships where it's like, it's either really good or really, or bad. really bad. There's no middle ground. No in between. Like, and that's, that's, cause it's on the surface. Like you don't know deeper than that. You don't know a little bit of my past. You don't know what I've been hurt by. So when you hear about it, you're like, what the fuck? Who are you? Yeah. And you get mad and maybe we fight about it. Or whatever, but Ugh. if you had known from Nothing's the beginning, or if you had about something from the right, past. or if you both have had that opportunity to ask each other questions to, to get, get to, to know, know each, each other, other outside it's of your own that, relationship, yeah, it's crazy that that happens a lot now. Yeah, no People one goes like, deeper. Yeah, no one it's goes like, more spiritual. No one goes more like everyone is afraid. I feel like there's like I don't know. I feel like there's two sides to getting to know someone's past relationships i feel like there's some sort of stigma around it because there's some people who are like yeah i'm gonna tell you everything so you know what i've been through and i and you know that i know what i like and what i don't like yeah right and then i think there's other people who are just like you don't need to know about my past maybe they're ashamed of it maybe they just don't want to know maybe they just don't want to put those ideas in your head exactly exactly that one they don't want to put shit in your head right but it's like eventually if you are that person, I need that's to know gonna these come things. out. Yes, it's yes. gonna come out eventually. You tell me or not. Yes, I'm gonna find out one way or another. Because we're gonna end up somewhere. I'm gonna say something, and you're gonna get triggered. And I'm yeah. gonna be like, "What the?" Or fuck? it's just gonna come out in your personality. Like I'm yep. gonna see it. I'm gonna see it. And this, I think we had a conversation on the podcast a few episodes ago. Maybe it was last episode. Like people wear masks, especially in surface level relationships. I think it was like a few weeks ago. <laughs> especially in surface level relationships like they wear masks because it's like they don't want you to know their past they don't want you to know what they've been through they don't want you to know this they, they'll tell you certain things but they'll tell you it's so foolish they'll tell you they'll pick and choose what to tell you from these certain stories so that you have a certain perception in your mind of what they want you which to which is think. ego yes you're building someone to have a perception of you yeah. that you want them to have <laughs> right you are trying to manipulate what you did or what you had or whatever in your past think, so you don't look bad in your partner's eyes. Yeah. Right. Which, but, like, low-key, I think everybody kind of does that. It may not be to that extent, but mm-hmm. I think everybody kind of... Manipulates the truth? I, mean, I don't want to say the truth, but I want to say manip- manipulates the way people see or think of them. I think people try. They but try, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, if you're open and honest... And if your partner, I just saw someone posted this today on their Instagram story. If your partner leaves you because of something they found out from your past, 
they were not for you. Nope. Exactly. Nope. They were never for you. Never were, so, never did. So, but if you're open and honest, if you're open and honest with your partner about shit from your past or trauma or whatever, like, when things pop up... There's no surprises. Exactly. There's no surprises. There's no, oh my shit, oh my because, god, I'm triggered. Uh, like, there's none of this shit. Yeah. Because we've already had this conversation. And then if you're grown enough, if it does trigger you a little bit, you, you have talk a about conversation. It. <laughs> right? Like, you talk about it's it. It's not like we're going to fight talk, and throw sis. shit and scream. We're going to have a real conversation about it because that's what adult relationships are like that are deeper than the surface. Yes. Yes. Real talks. Real talks. Real talk. For real, though. I know. Like, the last question that I don't think we got to. Yeah, we did. I think we did. No, no. Do you need actual time apart Oh, to miss your partner? For me, it's a hard yes. For me, I'm saying no. I think you need time apart for your own mental health. Yes. For your own self. Yeah. For self-love. For whatever it is you need. I think... Again, I'm such a romance, though. I'm, like, such a fucking love bug. Like, if you, <laughs> if you like, leave the house for five hours and you come back, like, I already miss my partner sometimes. Do you know okay, what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, I get that. If I have to work for eight hours and then I come back. But let's say that five hours, you're not talking. Yeah, I will miss you. Yeah, if of I course. haven't seen you or spoken to you and in the last had, six hours, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna fucking. But not miss even you. that. Even if you talk a little bit, like we've had this conversation before, where it's like if we're talking all day every single day, what is there to talk about? We have like? nothing to talk about, right? So it's like if you're just like, you know, telling your partner, like if you think about it and you're out, you're like, oh, what do you want to eat tonight? Like maybe I'll grab something to eat. You have a little conversation. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's like, it. Like you know, it's not like conversation and text message every two minutes yeah it's like there's only so much you can talk about exactly it's like and if you just left then you just left right like whatever but i think you do need space and space can come in different forms like space can come in like you're sitting in the bedroom and i'm on the balcony for like 20 minutes and sometimes that's all someone needs or space can be like you're at your house and i'm fucking driving up north because I want to go for a drive. Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. different versions of space for people. Yeah. But I do think you need space for yourself, not for the purpose of missing your partner. So when people say, we need time apart so I can miss you, that's fucking bullshit. No, that's just dumb. That's dumb. When people say, like, let me miss you, that's bullshit. Okay, like, the reason why I said hard yes is because it's like, I've... Like you've ex- I've experienced that extreme where it's like you talk all the time. You, you literally talk have all the time. Nothing you see else each to other talk day about. Day in and day out. Yeah, exactly. So that's for me, from my perspective, it's like, yeah, you need time apart, or else like, n- also for yourself. But that's what I was just about to say. You need to you, switch that. You need for time yourself. For yourself. Because there's so many times even in my past where I got caught up. And I haven't but done this even, in a very long time. Like, you get so caught up in your partner, you don't even make time for your girls. Oh. Oh. But see, that's what I mean. I hated so that time, about myself. Like, space. In toxic relationships, that's what happens. Yeah. Right? Yes. But, like, that's why I think you need space for yourself, for your girls, for your family, for whatever. But not for the purpose of missing your partner. But here's the thing. When I say space, I also mean, like... If I'm out with my friends, I shouldn't have to be texting you the whole time. No. Or I shouldn't have to be texting no. you like... No, but like a check-in if you wanted to once yeah, in a every while. every hour, not sure. Bad. Not even that. Just like, 
hey babe, I'm at I'm at the bar, I'm at the restaurant, like I'll see you later. Yeah, no, like it's like that's that's cool with me. Like if I'm at a bar with my girls, I'll be like, hey, we're here now, blah blah blah. Something funny happens, I'm gonna text you and be like, yo, you'll never guess what just happened, blah blah blah. Yeah. But then I might not reply for another two hours. You know what I mean? Right. And that should not be a problem. Exactly. So like from what I've, ex- what I've experienced solely is has always been like talking, 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 seeing each other, seeing each other all the time with all of my exes. Right. But that is something that you start the relationship with. So we had this conversation also. So when you change that, it's like, what the fuck is happening? When you start your relationship like that, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked, we talked about this. You set, you set the, the tone, tone yeah. of how it's gonna be. How it's gonna be. Right. So if you're having sex every day at the beginning of your relationship, and then you're like, all of a sudden, ah! four months down the road, you're like, I don't want to have, have sex, sex right now. For five days, they're gonna like, be like, what? Days? Of course, because yeah. they're used to having sex every day, or they're used yeah. to talking to you all day every day, or they're used to seeing you after work every day they're used to seeing like picking you up you know what i mean so when you are like no 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 i'm actually going to do this instead they take it personally yeah or you yeah, take it personally for sure because that's what you've built up that's the expectation you've put on the relationship uh-huh yeah no that's true it's absolutely so true i definitely don't think you need space away from your partner to miss them i think you'll miss them if you really love them you'll miss them regardless if you're gone for fucking five minutes or if you're gone for seven hours. Like, okay, five minutes is I'm like, just being, like, whatever. Are you a dog? Like, your dog leaves the house, you come back two minutes later, they're like freaking out. Yeah, why not? You know what? <laughs> why not? But it's like, honestly, and we always, we always spin it like that. I need space so I can miss you, but no. No, you're just I just need personal that. time. Right. Because you're just saying that because you don't want to tell me you need time for yourself. Tell me you need time for yourself. Yeah. I would respect that more than you being like, give me space, I need to miss you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, if you need after, time for yourself, after we deconstruct it like that, me saying yes makes no sense. <laughs> but, like, that's what I <laughs> so mean, right? So, I'm going to say no. <laughs> right. Like, you need the time for yourself. Just tell me straight up. You need the time for yourself. And that is something that should be, like, expected from the beginning. Yeah. Like, there are going to be I think, days yeah. where, I, like, I'm going to go see my dad or my mom for, like, five Four hours days, whatever, or like yeah. a couple of days I'll be back you know whatever and that should be okay yeah of it course it shouldn't be like but that also like if your partner understands you if you guys are open enough if you guys are communicating openly your partner will know that yeah okay that's fine because I need some of this space too like, you're like they'll, yeah they'll, I haven't seen my boys that. in a while or whatever right. it they'll is. respect that and I think it's important to have your time with your boys with your girls with like your, your parents friends, your, family. your family exactly like that's important and I think that's when people start putting bizarre expectations on a relationship when they're just used to one thing from the get-go. Because, like, when I was, like, what I think about, like, when you live with your significant other, mm-hmm. you're going to see them every fucking day, whether it's COVID times all day or normal lifetimes where you go to work, you come home. Yes, but I think still. And if you can't, like, what I was trying to get to was, like, if you can't, like, see yourself tolerating that or, like. No, I honestly think. Like, if you get frustrated thinking, oh, I have to stay here with them all day. When you really love someone, those things don't go through your head. Because it's not like you, it's like, it's not like I can't wait to get home. I want to see my partner. It's just like, okay, what am I going to eat tonight? Or what are we doing? Like, blah, blah, blah. Or 
or you make sure like you go to the gym after work like do things for yourself every even if you live with your partner like it's not just about you and them all the time right like yeah if you want to go and work like, out wh- even through covid if you want to go work out outside and your partner doesn't want to go yeah like, like that doesn't space. mean you don't do it exactly if your partner wants to take a nap let them nap you yeah. do your own thing yeah. right and that's what's so important that- is when people especially like very very fresh people that move in together they think that they need to like all together all the time right and they need to do things together all the time and it's like no babe go do your thing and like I'll be here still when you come home or I'll be here like you exactly. know whatever but I think you need to do things for yourself so you don't end up feeling like that like feeling like oh I, I need to like stay right. away so I can miss you right I got here Right, like you need to go to the gym, do your Miss thing. Go to the gym, do your thing. Like up your ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, and that's it. it. All comes back down to like you literally just need to make time for yourself. Yeah. For the things that you like to do, for the things you love to do. If like, you're if saying, you love to bike ride, go bike ride by yourself. If you yeah. like to read, go take your book outside and read. And I've always your been that type of person too. Shouldn't feel a way about that. Remember in Florida when we were there, and I wanted to go on a bike ride and you didn't want to go, and then you got mad at me when I went because. <laughs> I was like, okay, bye. Because I, you're like, you actually left. I didn't want and to be by bored. I was so bored. <laughs> Plus, we were in like Florida. We were old people town. Like, we oh, had nothing to do. Of course, I was bored. Like, and they only had one bike. No, there yes, was another. No, bike. the other one was like broken. No, or else I would have come. No. Yes, bro. I had the best, fun, like the most fun by myself. That's what I mean, though. Maybe you just needed that, right? Like. Doesn't no, I'm matter. just saying, like, I, I like, have the most I actually fun by myself. I go on my balcony almost every day around sunset or just after the sun has been setting, where it's still light outside, and I'll stand there for, like, half an hour or sit there just, like, reflecting or just looking at the trap or, like, the road, the highway, just looking at the sky, like, and that's enough for me. That's, I feel like I've grounded myself again, like, I feel good, or I work out, like, and luckily my partner and I, like, we love working out, and when we're working out, he's literally off in the the opposite side of me doing and whatever the doing fuck. whatever he wants and I'm on my side doing whatever I want so like you don't I think, have yeah, to I do think everything together I think pe- yeah I was just about to say that I think peop- some people don't really realize they that like put that expectation on their relationship they put this expectation that you have to do everything together mm-hmm. you have to like all the same things yeah. and like if my partner wants to go on a bike ride, I have to go on the bike ride even yeah. though I don't want to and if to. you go without me I'm going to feel away like no it's like but he just wants go, or she just go wants Go on the time. fucking bike ride. I'm going to go and Read do this. Read my book or make coffee or just chill. Like, like there's really nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And it all comes down to just making sure you have time and space for yourself because I feel like that's where people get the most frustrated is when they feel like when claustrophobic. They yes. Or Smothered. they feel like they can't do what they want to do because it's going to hurt their partner's feelings. Like establish those boundaries from the beginning. Know your boundaries. Know your boundaries. Yeah. Establish those and boundaries. set them. Set them and stick with them. And if like, yeah, sure, you want time alone, but maybe maybe if your partner's like, babe, do you mind if I come along on this walk? Sure, why not? You don't have to talk the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong weird. with silence. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's weird when, when there's, like, in relationships, like, if you can't be comfortable in silence... If you can't be comfortable with me on my laptop and you watching a show, we're doing two different things. If you're not, like, okay with that, like, I don't know what to tell you. Or just, like, why do we have to talk all the time? Why do we have to talk all the time? Why do I have to watch whatever you're watching if I don't want to watch it and I'm doing something else on my computer? What if I'm doing work on my laptop? Right. Like, and that's the most annoying thing to me is when, like, 
you or, feel that you have to make background noise or that you have to talk uh, or that you have to like you know whistle or something like yeah just stop like why <laughs> like whistle like, I think I would punch someone in the forehead if they I'm fucking I just reading about, a book like, and they start whistling dad whistles in the background but like not dad because it's silent like, he's, he, like, he's just bored like in his own head he just does that but like you know what I mean I just feel no, like I get that there's nothing wrong with silence and it's actually very relaxing Soothing. and grounding yeah like and then it makes you come back to your partner and you actually might have something to say for real it's not just like blabbing 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 all day about nothing and then when the real shit comes you're like i don't really want to talk right now because i'm tired or like i have nothing to talk about i have nothing to talk about anymore nothing happened right you or your partner asks you like a serious question and you're like uh do we have to talk about this right, right. now? Right. That's exactly <laughs> what the silence was for. Like, that's what I mean. Or you just don't know how to respond because you've been talking all day and you're, like, in your head. I don't know. I just feel like personal time is important. Personal in time so gets many mixed different... up with I need to miss you time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I feel like it's such a dunce. <laughs> but that's all I've ever known. Exactly. So, so you just got a little myself. bit more woke on this week's episode Woo. of Real Talk Sis Podcast. God damn. Guys, what a what a season finale, right? Woo! Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Jojo got in her bag. This is the most you've talked in the last three episodes. Like I maybe said. <laughs> I talk too much. It's about time you start talking. My throat starts hurting. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. I'm that was kidding. you're not kidding. You're not. No, I'm not you're kidding. disgusting. I'm so in love. Guys. All my friends are in love, and I'm just here like. <laughs> I just picture you on the side of a road with your thumb up <laughs> and all the couples driving by. <laughs> Bro, I was with my, my girl the other night and she, I'm taking a video of her and she, if you saw my Insta story, she locks her phone and shows me her screen of her man. And she's like, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> you dirt. <laughs> I'm just joking. I, I love, love you guys. Reminds you. I love love. You know? I love love. Especially when it's like pure and genuine. Yeah. Bro. Just happiness. Never in my life. All right, guys. The first time. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed um, episode 20 of season one. Wow. We'll wow. see you in wow. the wow. two weeks. Three weeks, essentially. Because the episode the will third come week, out the third but week. But we're, we're going to miss two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We've blonde <laughs> and the one that can't pronounce Excuse things. Me. So, like, we're getting there. So, it's three weeks. Yeah. The third week, we'll see them. Yeah. But we won't be missing for three weeks. That's no. my point. Yes, okay. I know. So That's why I said we have the we'll blonde. We'll see you in three weeks. The blonde and oh. the one who can't pronounce words. So. Oh. <laughs> there you go. See, she got it. Like two minutes later. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. Okay, guys. Thank we'll you, as guys. always. Yes. Ooh. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being loyal to us weekly. Bruh, stay you tuned. don't know how much it means to us. Much more is coming. We got huge, bigger, better topics coming. Bigger and better ideas. Yep. And stuff. And stuff. You know. We're going to update stuff. stuff. <laughs> God. Anyways. All right. As always, I'm guys. Chanel. And I'm Joanna. Jojo. Then, oh, she said Joanna. Joanna. I'm Jojo. This and was Real Talk, sis. Yes. Always vibrate higher.
Shorty go jogging every morning And she make me breakfast almost every morning And she take a nigga pic before she leave the door I be waking up the pics before a nigga on it And every weekend my shorty coming over Shorty can fend the out, but she like fashion over She ain't driving no Camry, she pulling in a Rover With her hair so curly, I like she baby. said, what you know about us? I got what you need Woke up in the store and get what you want You get what you please We about to get it on Take off them drums It's just you and me You know what I be on I'm about to go wrong Cause I like what I see Look baby, I said I ain't gon' front You got my heart being so fast and words I can't pronounce And I be getting the chills every time I feel your touch I be looking at the top and girl it's only us All I need is a choice And girl I told you once, don't make me tell you twice I know you see this print through my pants that I know you like And your ass be looking so fat when they be in them tights And I'm going straight to the top so you ain't afraid of heights You always keep me right, for a fact you never left Through all the tries and tribulations always had my best So here's 5500, go and get your breast Stop rubbing on your butt, stop kissing on your neck Hate bad about it, hate bad about it Niggas know I had to swing, I had to make a play I had to apply the pressure, cause you my hidden treasure I think I'm falling in love She said, what you know about love? I got what you need Woke up in the store and get what you want You get what you please We bout to get it on Take off them drawers It's just you and me You know what I be on I'm bout to go wrong Cause I like what I see